Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. Today's poem is by an American modernist poet. Her name was Marianne Moore, and she lived from November of 1887 until February of 1972. Among many awards, she received the National Book Award and the Pulitzer Prize, the Bollingen Prize, and the National Medal for Literature. So she is certainly one of our more celebrated and fascinating poets of the 20th century. The poem that I'm going to read today is one of her uh, more famous ones. It's called Poetry. It goes like this. I too dislike it. There are things that are important beyond all this fiddle. Reading it, however, with a perfect contempt for it, one discovers that there is in it, after all, a place for the genuine. Hands that can grasp, eyes that can dilate, hair that can rise if it must. These things are important, not because a high-sounding interpretation can be put upon them, but because they're useful. When they become so derivative as to become unintelligible, the same thing may be said for all of us, that we do not admire what we cannot understand. The bat, holding on upside down or in quest of something to eat. Elephants pushing, a wild horse taking a roll, a tireless wolf under a tree, the immovable critic twinkling his skin like a horse that feels a flea, the base ball fan, the statistician, case after case could be cited, did one wish it. Nor is it valid to discriminate against business documents and school books. All these phenomena are important. One must make a distinction, however. When dragged into prominence by half-poets, the result is not poetry, nor till the autocrats among us can be literalists of the imagination, above insolence and triviality, and can present for inspection imaginary gardens with real toads in them, shall we have it. In the meantime, if you demand on the one hand, in defiance of their opinion, the raw material of poetry in all its rawness, and that which is, on the other hand, genuine, then you are interested in poetry. Robert Pinsky wrote a blog post for Slate uh, back in 2009, in which he wrote, quote, I've never been completely sure what I think about Marianne Moore's celebrated poem, Poetry. Apparently, Moore had similar feelings, revising the poem many times across the span of five decades. End quote. He points out that you can find a couple of revisions that were unpublished online. So it looks like that's something to, to Google search if you're, if you're interested. Later in the blog post, Pinsky writes this paragraph. This is how he concludes it before he shares the poem. He wrote, quote, Moore, as I understand her project, champions both clarity and complexity, rejecting the shallow notion that they are opposites. Scorning a middle-brow reduction of everything into easy chunks, she also scorns obfuscation and evasive cop-outs. Tacitly impatient with complacency and bluffing, deriding the flea-bitten critic, unsettling the too-ordinary reader, she sets forth an art that is irritable, attentive, and memorably fluid. End quote. If you'd like to read more of that blog post, it's not long, but I only read a couple paragraphs. You can head over to Slate. Uh, just Google Marianne Moore's poetry, uh, Slate, and that should come up first. But I, I like the phrase, the shallow notion that they are opposites. That's Pinsky's um, description of Moore's project. Because I think that for many of us who love poetry, 
That's exactly what we love. When there is when a, when a poem is both clear and complex, when one moment you're hit in the face with the complexity and the next moment you're sliding along on the clarity. And I, I think that when we come to really love poems, it's because there's some moment of clarity that speaks to us and some moment of complexity that challenges us. And those come up against each other at the same time. And so we spend time with the poem. And I think that that is, that is part of what makes the experience of poetry so confounding and so enjoyable at the same time. Of course, Moore's poem itself does that. Um, and I think the great poets manage to accomplish that, but I doubt very many of them are doing it on purpose. So I suspect that the poets who try to do that rarely accomplish it. It takes just an incredible degree of skill to, to manage to do that. So with that, I'll read poetry by Marianne Moore one more time. This is how it goes. Poetry. I too dislike it. There are things that are important beyond all this fiddle. Reading it, however, with a perfect contempt for it, one discovers that there is in it, after all, a place for the genuine. Hands that can grasp, eyes that can dilate, hair that can rise if it must, these things are important, not because a high-sounding interpretation can be put upon them, but because they are useful. When they become so derivative as to become unintelligible, the same thing may be said for all of us, that we do not admire what we cannot understand. The bat holding on upside down or in quest of something to eat. Elephants pushing, a wild horse taking a roll, a tireless wolf under a tree, the immovable critic twinkling his skin like a horse that feels a flea. The baseball fan, the statistician, case after case could be cited, did one wish it? Nor is it valid to discriminate against business documents and school books. All these phenomena are important. One must make a distinction, however, when dragged into prominence by half-poets, the result is not poetry, nor till the autocrats among us can be literalists of the imagination, above insolence and triviality, and can present for inspection imaginary gardens with real toads in them, shall we have it. In the meantime, if you demand on the one hand, in defiance of their opinion, the raw material of poetry in all its rawness, and that which is, on the other hand, genuine, then you are interested in poetry. This has been The Daily Poem, which is produced by Goldberry Studios. Post-production is by the great Logan Green. I'm David Kern, and I'll be back with another poem for you tomorrow. <laughs>